0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.
1: I want to get to this. It's a it's a very interesting story, and uh, the reaction to it uh, has been has been mixed when it comes to whether or not this act of violence should be um, classified as terrorism. So here's what happened. A deadly attack at a Toronto erotic massage parlor. It happened three months ago. It is now being treated as an act of terrorism after police allegedly uncovered evidence that it was inspired by misogynistic incel ideology. Um, Incel is support for involuntary celibacy. And much of the ideology is found online where there's conversations um, that alternate between loneliness and hatred and misogyny and in extreme cases, messages encouraging rape, violence and killing. much of that towards women the terrorism charges are believed to be the first directly related to the incel movement which is now responsible for about 50 deaths in canada and the u.s since 2014 phil gursky is the president and ceo of borealis threat and risk consulting he specializes in radical radicalization and extremism phil welcome back to the show Good how are you I, I'm good, and um, I I am really interested in in exploring this with you because I think there's so many different levels mm. here and so much to chew on. To be honest with you, um, maybe for those of my listeners who don't know what uh, incel uh, is, can you uh, can you do a better job than I did in, in trying to explain it?
0: Sure, actually, you did you did pretty well. Uh, I want to caution I'm certainly <laughs> not a specialist. In- and so when I, when I worked at thesis, I looked more at Islamist extremism. But I, I've done a fair bit of reading. It's actually, Jaylene, it was a woman that started it in Toronto back yes. in the 90s. Yeah. No. She was um, bemoaning the fact she couldn't find a date. And so she called herself an involuntary celibate. And what's happened since that time is, as you mentioned in your comments, they've been usurped by, uh, let's call them what they are, loser males who can't form relationships and blame women. And so, they, you know, the women won't sleep with me and therefore I'm an involuntary celibate. And as you noted in your comments, there are a couple of people who have gone to the nth degree and advocated yeah. either rape or, or, or beatings or actually killings of women. And as you said, in the U.S. and Canada, there have been a number of deaths since uh, over the past couple of years. The problem comes, and as you had said in your opening remarks, it's the first time that terrorism has been used to describe this. And. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that in terms of how the law defines terrorism. I, 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 what it comes down to, is, look at the criminal code, and terrorism is described as serious violence either planned or carried out in the furtherance of political, ideological, or religious reasons. I'm not sure incel is an ideology. Uh, I think it's hate. I think it's misogyny. But I, I'm, not, I'm not entirely certain it's an ideology, and that's where I'm a little bit hesitant to call it terrorism.
1: So what then constitutes an ideology?
0: That's a really good question, and I don't think there's an easy answer to that. But, you know, you look at what's happening, let's say white supremacists or neo-Nazis or islamist extremists or Hindu extremists or whatever. There's a fairly robust literature, history. Someone has sat down and actually mapped this thing out. And again, I want I, to I be careful. I, I don't specialize in incel, but based on what I've seen, it, it doesn't strike me as as well thought out or constructed as an actual ideology. Now, some would argue with me. People argue it is an ideology. I see it as hate. Uh, I see it as misogyny. But I don't know if I'd go as far as call it an ideology. Hence, I'm not sure that terrorism – and there's other reasons why the terrorism charge may not be the best way to go, go about this.
1: Yeah, and I just, you know, as we explore this, Phil, you know, when you talk about ideology, um, the, the one uh, loser, uh, Elliot Roger, it was one yeah. of that, that first incel attack back, um, he killed six people, injured 13 near uh, the University of California in Santa Barbara. Um, there was a manifesto that um, that he left. So there was a manifesto, there was documentation. Um, I mean, his justification for for the acts of violence i mean you know it doesn't make sense to the majority of us but he just he he, he laid it out there mm-hmm. um, does that not classify as ideology you,
0: you, you raise a good point and yes he did have a manifesto but i would just caution you Jaylen, um, just because there's a manifesto doesn't mean it's actually someone with any kind of thread going through something it could be basically you know mental verbiage it could just be Someone spewing ideas out. So, even some of the manifestos that some of the jihadis and the right wing guys have left are, are pretty unreadable. They're just basically streams of consciousness, uh, uh, you know, that's the way I would label them. So, I don't disagree with you. And certainly, Elliot Roger is seen as sort of the prototype. You know, the people like yeah. you know, Alec Manastian in Toronto cited yeah. him when he did this attack uh, in 2018. So, I, I think it's perhaps a burgeoning ideology. Um, so, it's hard for me to sort of nail that down. I think there are elements yeah. of it. But I mean, given my my experience with the far right and with Islamist extremism, it's not nearly as well developed as the stuff that I used to deal with.
1: Yeah, and, it, and it's interesting too because the um, the gunman in the Parkland, Florida massacre also talked about Elliot Rodger as well, saying that he would not be forgotten. And so there seems to be in in some way that people are holding on, or a couple of these guys have have held on to this and have done um, some horrific horrific things uh, following whatever he put out or not whatever. Um, so terrorism, though, by by labeling this last act as as terrorism now what does that do moving forward with these charges oh it puts an incredible amount of pressure on the crown to prove it yeah well you have to prove beyond a reasonable
0: doubt that a crime was committed so for terrorism as they, you know the criminal code act of violence serious violence for political ideological or, or religious reasons the crown has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that that's why he did that and if it can't i don't know where we stand does, it, does he get acquitted I mean, he was charged with uh-huh. first degree murder and and attempted murder, and then the, then the terrorist intent was added later on after the investigation proceeded. I don't know what happens in court, Jaylen, if they can't prove that beyond a reasonable doubt. And and you know, from from a prosecution perspective, my understanding of the Crown in Canada is the Crown doesn't want to lose. The Crown doesn't go to go to court to lose. It, it would, would have been a slam dunk if I can use that term. We don't use that term in uh-huh. intelligence ever since 9/11, by the way. <laughs> um, but you know, it would have been an easy case to prove first degree murder. And I, I would yes. add it would have been pretty easy for the judge to prove hate. So hate crime in Canada is different. It's a different part of the criminal code. And under Canadian law, if, if a certain crime is committed and, and it's shown that it's done for hateful reasons, the judge has the leeway to increase the sentence versus a, a crime that was committed without hateful intent. I'm just wondering why the Crown didn't go down that road and, and, and label terrorism at this juncture in time. I don't really understand it, What the, what the agenda is here.
1: Phil, it's, it's i think back to the van attack here in Ed, edmonton a, a couple of years ago um the guy that um you know uh, he, he stabbed an edmonton police officer yep. and then you know had the u-haul you know what i'm talking about Absolutely, and, yep. and and you know there, there was a um, an al-qaeda al-qaeda isis flag that was that was in the vehicle with him yep. and it seemed like we thought you know everyone is like oh no this is terrorism but it took forever and ever and ever and i'm not even sure that he, if I remember correctly, I don't even can't remember if he was charged with terrorism uh, or not but there was talk then about the difficulty of proving it even though for, you know, a layperson, we're like, yeah, okay, no problem
0: <laughs> No, I'm glad you raised that Jen, because I had another conversation in an earlier interview on that very case and you're right, he was not found guilty of terrorism he found guilty of yeah. attempted murder and you're right, That's even it. to me as an ex thesis guy that worked on these files for 15 years It was a no-brainer that, you know, an ISIS flag, well, it sounds like you sound like ISIS. But, you know, again, I think the Crown determined that it was going to be a really hard hard road to go down to to demonstrate, you know, prove beyond a reasonable doubt that was the reason. I mean, he he clearly was in the van. He clearly stabbed a police officer outside of Commonwealth Stadium. He clearly ran people down on Jasper Ave. That that you can show. That's not tough. But now you're getting at motivation. And unless you can start reading people's minds, because I'm kind of a mind probe, what if you can't prove that? And I think it's the same case of what, with what happened in Toronto. So, you know, Jalen? I hate to say this, but this sounds like political expediency to me. And as many people will disagree with me on this, by the way, they think that instal mm-hmm. should be terrorism. I'm just saying I'm not there yet. Maybe I will get there at some point, but I just don't know why the Crown has elected to go down this pathway. I don't know what message they're trying Phil, to send.
1: Phil, what if what if um, this 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 suspect, the accused, um, was um, you know had brown skin and his name was Mohammed?
0: You raise a great point. And, and in fact, uh, I've speculated, I and I'm on my, on my blog, on my website, that maybe that's part of it. You know, we at Stasis are always accused of looking at the brown people. You know, only the brown people are terrorists. Alexander B. Sinet, the guy who went to the Boston Quebec City in 2017, he wasn't charged with terrorism. He was charged with first-degree no, murder. No, he was guy so he's a white guy. don't get should charged have been. With terrorism. Well, yeah. He I mean, should have he, been. He, he, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. That He clearly yep. was a white supremacist, and that is an ideology. That is clearly an ideology. So why the Crown elected not to do that, I don't know. So is this like the pendulum going the other way? But see, here's here's my word, Jalen. If this is labeled an act of terrorism, what stops any major domestic abuse case from from being called terrorism versus misogyny? Do you want to go down that path? path,
1: You know what? You know that that conversation is already being had. Look at what's happened. Look at what happened in, in Nova Scotia. People are calling that terrorism.
0: Yeah, and there's there's no question that in my mind that is absolutely not terrorism. That was a mass shooting by a guy who had all kinds of issues. Was he a misogynist? Apparently. But, you know, I hate to go down to this old phrase again, but correlation is not causation. The fact that he was a misogynist did not lead him to do necessarily what he did. He happened to be a misogynist. He happened to be a mass shooter. Lots of misogynists are not mass shooters, and lots of mass shooters are not misogynists. And this is what worries me about this case is we're setting these precedents and, you know, we've lost terrorism cases, Jay, then. We, we lost the case in Victoria on appeal. Those are the two, uh, the two converts that wanted to do the, the bombing on, on uh, Canada Day 2013. We lost the case in Quebec City, in Quebec, where two youngsters wanted to join ISIS and they were acquitted. So if we, if we label terrorism and lose this case, this is just, this is not good for the Crown and it's not good for the justices in Canada
1: can you give me an idea uh phil just when it comes to monitoring something like the incel movement i know there is concern that it could be growing and that it could um, end up taking more lives when it comes to monitoring something like this um, because there's different chat rooms and then they de-platform them and then it gets even deeper and deeper how difficult is it for for those in in positions like you held before for those who are who are uh, you know charged with trying to keep an eye on this to actually keep an eye on this and to try to um, stop something bad from happening because you just don't know again you talk about lone wolves right mm-hmm. how do you pinpoint anything
0: well, well you, what you've asked is it's the impossible there are far too many chat rooms far too many people online and here's the problem and we learned this thesis a long time ago the vast majority of people who you know sound like big man on campus online mm. are some loser in their basement and the vast majority of people that you look at, because you have to look, because CISA has a lower threshold than the RCMP. We're not law enforcement. You need reasonable grounds to suspect, and you determine that there's no there there. This guy is putting stuff online, but he's he's got as much, you know, chances of organizing a terrorist attack as my, as my cat does. Um, you know, they, they they put this stuff online, but they're sh- they're shipping out serious actors. Where do you start with this? And, and I I've argued in a blog piece. If you want CSIS to start looking at the as, as a terrorism offense. You better triple or quadruple the resources mm. because they're going flat out now on far right extremism and Islamist extremism, not to mention foreign interference and foreign, foreign espionage. And you want to put the intel investigation on Tisa's shoulders? Good luck with that. They don't have the, the horses. They do it.
1: It is really interesting to see how much of this is happening online, that ideology is being spread online, the recruitment is being done online. That um, that is a, that is a huge aspect to this, isn't it?
0: You're right, but I would just argue who doesn't do things online? I do my recipes online. I do talk to my family online. I do my searches online. I do all kinds of things but so do terrorists terrorists aren't stupid i mean terrorists are at the vanguard technology in many cases they know the internet is successful they know that the web is a, is a good way to get messages yeah, no. across and to recruit people they're just doing what we're doing jaylin so how do you monitor yeah, it? I... Well, well you don't it's, it's far too fast to monitor
1: mm, yeah i know It just there's a there's a big difference in trying to get people to recruit people to your baking blog than then you know become a white <laughs> supremacist right
0: <laughs> no I, I don't disagree with you but i i do want to stress the point that you know Again, based on my experience, a lot of people say a lot of stuff, and it never goes beyond that. If we were to treat every person who posts something online as an existential threat to Canadian national security or public safety, I wouldn't sleep at night, you wouldn't sleep at night, and our people that face us near our mm-hmm. would never go home at night. Um, thankfully, the, the terrorism as an offense, whether you include incel or not, Terrorism is a very, very rare beast in this country. It always will be, in, in, my, in my thinking. We don't, you know, we're don't, we not Afghanistan. No, no insult intended. We're not Somalia. Yeah, yeah. Where terrorist attacks are daily. They're not, even, they're not even yearly in this country. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a lot more to this question as to why incels being called terrorism. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it should be. But I, I'm having a hard time agreeing 100% that incels is nothing more than misogyny and hate, and, and a serious crime, by the way, especially when it turns violent. But I don't see how calling it terrorism helps any any of us in trying to prosecute it and end of the day to try to prevent it
1: yeah, you know what? I'm just trying to formulate something in my head uh, as well. When I think about uh, incel and about, you know, the the, the victims would tend to be uh, women, um or the chads, as they're called, the the guys that they see that can, you know, have the sexual relationships, whatnot. But you know, a more focused uh, on wo- on 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 women. and And I just wonder if there's something there uh, on this, whether, you know, maybe that's why the terrorism label has been put on there or there's going to be other people saying that we need to do a better job on this because it is targeting women. And we've seen a lot of pressure about misogyny and about attacks over the past Mm. uh, couple of years. I don't know. It's just rolling around in my head a little bit.
0: Well, actually, what you just said actually detracts from terrorism because most terrorist groups are are rather indiscriminate with who they target. When When you plant a bomb in a market, or a suicide bomber you're not looking for women you're not looking for you know Jews you're not looking for Christians you're not looking for whatever you're looking to kill as many people as possible that's what, what yeah. terrorists want to do whereas themselves are just targeting people they see as the enemy which is the women that won't sleep with them and the guys yeah. that have all the success so in some ways they're, they're not acting as terrorists they're acting as they're directing their crimes against specific people and i would argue that actually takes away from the terrorism charge doesn't doesn't contribute to it but you know people disagree with me
1: and Phil, someone just texted in and, and says, okay, you know, who said, why would you say incel is, is right wing? Why couldn't incel be left wing?
0: Oh, I wasn't making. No, I wasn't drawing. Sorry, I apologize if I made no. that. I wasn't drawing that. But I mean, some people have said there is an affinity between some white supremacists and misogyny and incel. Again, I don't That's have the right. data to support that. But yeah, yeah. you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, Jalen, anybody who thinks they're not getting enough sex can come from any part of the political spectrum.
1: Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. You know what, Phil? I-, I could talk to you all afternoon, and someday I hope that I can sit down over a beer with you and just pick your brain because I think it's uh, fascinating. Um, your podcast, by the way, and intelligent look at terrorism. You can uh, read all and listen to all sorts of different uh, conversations that Phil has had. Phil Gersky joining us. Always great to talk with you. Thank My you for joining me.
0: My pleasure. Have a good, good afternoon, Jaylene.
1: Yeah, you too. So Phil Gursky, again, former CSIS member, and uh, he has, I'm just going to pull this up here. Um, he has some really great podcasts uh, out there. You can follow on, uh, him on on Twitter at Borealis Saves, uh, and as well, BorealisThreatAndRisk.com is his website. But uh, a really interesting podcast that he put up today about incels as well. Uh, take a listen if uh, that's something that uh, you want to find out more about it.